Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Vision. So, Queen K, how has your week been? That's pretty dope. Um, let me see. Uh, I had a lot of stuff that I had to accomplish, but overall, it wasn't too bad. I mean, uh, my daughter, she sprained her ankle, so she hopping around here in crutches now as we speak. Um, but but other than that, I mean, it was really busy, but it was it was okay. I can't complain. What about you, Complex? Well, uh, I just got back from Detroit. Uh, you know, that was definitely Ooh. dope. I didn't get to enjoy my chili cheese fries like I wanted to. You know, Omega, y'all owe me next time. Um, but it was definitely dope being back home and everything, you know, getting to spend, spend time with you. And I got confirmation on a lot of stuff that just confirmed oh, I moved out of Michigan for, for the right reason. Um, but, you know, other than that, today was a good day. Uh, I'm in therapy. You know, I'm doing different type of therapy. I'm doing natal chart therapy. And my first assignment okay. was to um, write down three mantras, like, you know, also known as affirmations. So I did, mm-hmm. and I decided to listen to them while I went to sleep last night. I woke up feeling good. I said, oh, you know, I could do this every night. You know, I didn't have no nightmares okay. or nothing. So I'm feeling good. I was just jamming to music before I called up. <laughs> so, yeah. Girl, I'm in the process of currently twisting my hair because I'm tired of it, okay? But um, anyway, we're going to have a good show, y'all. We're going to jump on right yes, over to are. it. Y'all already know how this go, all right, y'all? So today, I, before I even get to my, my thing, we do have a guest today, if you saw on the flyer. But we're going to jump mm-hmm. on into the show because we're not about to keep her waiting too much longer. All right, y'all, I'm going to hit y'all first with that A.O. King and Queen quote, okay? They both are sponsored by Pinterest. Y'all know that's my place. Uh-huh. Um, So here we go. The first one is a little progress each day adds up to big results. My thing for this one is I know um, this one applies to my life because I – typically don't see how far I've came. I don't give myself credit for the small victories that I do, you know, the stuff that I do succeed in doing. I'm always thinking, oh, well, it's not enough. No. Be proud and be happy of how much better you were in this day than you were the day before. You know, yeah. every day you progress and you don't give yourself enough credit. Complex always gets on me about this. You're too hard on yourself. You're too hard on yourself. Chill out. you just human. You know, chill. But I really started seeing it towards this week because I really ride myself, y'all. I do. But it's just because I want to I, – I, I have so much that I want to accomplish, but I lose sight of all the good stuff because I'm not, you know, giving myself praise and, you know, for the little stuff. I just look at it like, oh, it's, it's, that's, that's tiny. But, no, give yourself credit for the little stuff. Celebrate the small victories because that stuff is what you are trying to, you know, accomplish. All right, and my second one is I'm thankful for my struggle because without it, I wouldn't have stumbled across my strength. Y'all be thankful for any time that you may fall. You know, be thankful for any time that you may feel like you failed. It's okay. God is just preparing you to be the person that he knows you will eventually become. Take all of that in stride and just know that it is lessons 
because when you go back at it and you try to, you know, go back at that goal or reach that goal or do that thing or save that relationship, God is going to help you because you're already going to be equipped. You're going to know, okay, I'm not going to do it this way. I'm going to do it this way. So just yes. just know those those things that you think are failures are really lessons, and it's a blessing because, you know, it's going to show you your strength. So that is my A.O. King and Queen quote. All right, y'all. Um, I'm going to jump right on into the Queen K Slay Tips for Hair. Y'all, I, I ha- it's like a two-part, but it's just one all in together. We know winter is approaching, so I'm going to help you guys with stuff that I do personally for the winter. My hair breaks off a lot, especially with that brittle, cold air. It does not matter what I do to my hair to prep it. Um, it's going to break off. But I've been doing these things right here, and these will help you, you know, to reduce some of that. During the winter months, be sure to deep condition every week to ensure your hair stays moisturized. Y'all, that brittle air, I know y'all think, oh, it's snow, it's a lot of moisture in the air. No, that cold air (laughs) will dry your hair out, and it will break it off. And another part to that, even if you condition, deep condition every week, try, I know it's a little tedious, but in those hats that we wear, try to sew a bonnet inside. You know, try to sew a little mm-hmm. silk lining or a do-rag inside. That way you're protecting your hair because that wool from that hat, that cotton from that hat is just rubbing up against your hair, and it will eventually dry out, and it will start breaking off. So start lining those hats, y'all. I'm telling y'all. It's a little tedious, but once you get the hang of it, you can just line, you know, because we all got that one good winter hat. Just line it with a bonnet. It could be an old one where the elastic is almost falling out, baby, and you got a tie in the back. I have one of those. You just throw it in there, and ta-da, your hair is protected all winter long. You don't have nothing to worry about, no breakage or nothing. That is my Queen K Slay tips for hair. So without further ado, y'all, we're going to get into the sipping tea for the soul topic complex. You're going to bring on our guest? Yes, I will. Hold on. Hey, Maya, you there? Hey, I'm here. Hey, hey how you doing? Oh hey, I, oh, hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Maya, I'm Maya Kiana. Um, did I just give myself a little short introduction? Or... <laughs> no, yeah, no, no you fine. She was just asking how you doing. Yeah, you can. Oh, I'm doing okay. Um Nothing to, nothing to complain about. Uh, my name is Maya, or Maya Kiana. I'm a student at Temple, and I like to focus on um, personal development, and um, I really want to make the world a better place by helping people realize the power of their mind. So I spend a lot of time focusing on um, personal development as a means of um, social development. Mm. Okay. okay. So we got the right person on this for the show yes, tonight. Yes, we do. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. I said, okay, here we go. We're about to get some knowledge today. All right. <laughs> so, Maya, tonight's uh, episode or tonight's topic to all the listeners is uh, checking our emotions, y'all. Okay, this is something that we all must do in order to evolve. It is hard sometimes. I am not going to hold y'all up and act like it's easy because checking our emotions is not always the easiest thing to do, but it will make our day and our lives a little more easier once we learn how to get those things in order and stop reacting to everything because everything does not deserve a reaction. And the quicker that we learn that, you know, the easier things will be. So my aspect, Maya, is 
checking our emotions, to do or not to do, okay? Um, my first question to you is, do you ever or have you ever checking your emotions is also silencing your you in a sense? Um, I think that's a good question. I think it can be. I think it depends on um, the way that you look at it. So a lot of times when we say checking our emotions, it's kind of like we just want to throw it into a bag and deal with it later, um, which is not what was recommended. So it's good to feel your emotions, acknowledge your feelings, and take note of that. But after that, you want to control the behavior, the action that you take based on those emotions. That's the part that you want to um, kind of check more so. So um, if you... You know, if you decide to just shove your emotions down and not pay any attention to it and you continue your day as if you never felt what you felt, then that can lead to a lot of negative, um, more yeah. negative emotions that will arise. On the other hand, I would yeah. recommend you know, sitting with it. I definitely recommend journaling, writing it down how you feel, if you have the time, if you don't have the time in that moment. Of course, recognize how you feel, but always think before you act on the emotion. And in doing that, I feel like that's how you practice not silencing yourself so you're always heard. Even if you don't voice it out loud, you always hear. You you always listen to yourself. So you're always heard. But just don't yes. act. You don't always have to act on emotions. Okay. Man. And to piggyback on what Maya said um, about journaling, if you don't even have the time like me, I can't read my handwriting, I kid you not, because sometimes <laughs> I write too fast. So I'll do a recording, you know, just talking about it and everything. But to answer your question, Queen K, um, I felt like that at first, like, you know, checking your silence, you know, checking your emotions was a way of silencing you. But it's like Maya mm-hmm. said, you know, you have to, you know, you don't want to suppress it. You know what I'm saying? You you have to feel it. But I feel like it's necessary for me to check my emotions because sometimes I get way more mad than I should, you know what I'm saying, with the situation. And I'll be like, wait a minute, like I'll start thinking about things that didn't even happen because I get so deep into my thoughts when I get mad. And I'll be like, wait a minute, wait, you thinking about stuff that didn't even happen. So that's when it works for me to like check my emotions. So yeah, what about you? Um, With me, okay, so I'm still coming into terms with the fact that I do have a voice and I'm trying to accept that. But I do, in a sense now, because, you know, I try to react. I mean, I try to think before I react. Usually I will just react, but I'm trying to be, you know, at a better level mentally too. So I try to think about it a lot. But I, I okay, I'm an overthinker. So me checking my emotions, it's like a bunch of stuff going on. So I would just be quiet, and I, I see that I'm not really speaking on how I feel to people, and I feel like, in a sense, I am being silent. I'm silencing myself. I'm canceling out that voice that I worked so hard to find. Every time, I, you know, I, I kind of check my emotions because I, I overthink, and it creates this whole big old thing that it doesn't have to be, so I'll just be quiet, like, you know what, I'm going to leave this situation alone. I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to sweep it up under the rug because I don't want the worst possible outcome. So I'm back to, you know, going in that shell again. And I just, yeah, I do think checking my emotions is sometimes a way of silencing, but I know I have to do some internal work in order to overcome that. 
Yeah, I'm an overthinker too, so I can definitely relate to what you're saying. It'll do, it'll start from A and then end up all the way at Z by the time. <laughs> by the time you close your eyes, it's yes. dead. But yes, uh, one thing that like, I try to remember is like it's 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 as long as you get it, as long as you understand, you don't always. It makes us feel better when people understand and feel where we're coming from. But as long as you get it, as long as you understand, that's what really matters. And you'll be able to yeah. take the situation um, at, from a better position next time it presents itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's just it's all growth. Yeah, all growth. That is that is definitely that's yeah. I'm I'm gonna celebrate my small victories. But okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my next question is: How often do you have to check your emotions in a day? It depends on the day, really, the people, the things that I encounter that day. But I guess maybe, like, in general, like an average day, maybe about five times, I want to say. It's kind of hard for me to pinpoint it because when I say, when you say check your emotions, to me, I just think of it as, like, checking in with yourself Mm. um, more so than just, like, you know, Checking your emotions. Oh, I'm upset right now. I need to be happy. Like I don't want. I'd rather think of it as checking your emotions to see how do you feel at the moment. Check in with yourself, and then like I was okay. saying before, um, alter your behavior around that. So I try to check my emotions a lot. Like whenever I'm feeling something, um, I want to pay attention to it. I don't always get a chance to write it down, but I want to take a mental note of it and um, be able to, you know get more used to doing that and use that to help me in the future if I encounter another situation, oh, this is familiar. I can reflect back on how I felt the first time. Um, so I try to do that more often than not. But if I had to give a number, I would say probably five times average. <laughs> yeah. uh, for me, I would say, okay, I'm going to just use today because I'm a person that really does not take my emotions, but I'm learning. I would say today I had to check it three times. Like yesterday, I legit was pissed that it was Sunday night. I was like, where did the weekend go? Like I felt like it was a school (laughs) night. And I'm like, I didn't get to enjoy my weekend. So I was like, dog, I do not want to wake up, you know what I'm saying, and do go to work. But I had to tell myself, you know, this morning, like, you know what, we just going to meditate and we just going to have a gratitude moment, you know what I'm saying, be thankful that you got an income. had to check myself with that. Mm -hmm. Then when I got on the road, um, I live in Bucks County, uh, and I had to drive all the way to Delaware County. Uh, Maya, you can understand how far that is, right? I'm pretty sure you drove yeah. on 95 before, so you understand the traffic. I had to give myself a talk because Queen K could tell you, Maya, I have road rage. I know you probably not, have not seen that side of me because I'm so nice, but I have road rage. And I had to tell myself, we got 44 minutes to drive. We just going gonna to relax, and we just going to go. You know, I had to tell myself mm-hmm. because... I don't want to have high blood pressure, you know what I'm saying, with these people on the road. And I would say the third time I had to check myself was um, I've ripped off Band-Aids before that. I just, you know, got out of a relationship earlier this year. And I find myself um, thinking, like, you know, from last year, like, oh, I remember when I used to be in a relationship, now I'm not. And then sometimes I'll even think about, like, what it would be like if I run back into that person, what will my response be? I'm an overthinker, too. I had to tell myself, nope, focus on what's going on right now. Just stay in the moment. So that, I would say those are the three times I had to check on myself. But what about you? Um, Me today, okay, so quite a few times. 
Um, only because of where I work. Um, I have to <laughs> check in with myself a lot to give myself encouragement to kind of, you know, push through. I deal with kids all day, and then on top of dealing with kids, it's from ages um, six weeks all the way up to 13, and then I'm dealing with, like, I'm over my my teaching staff right now. Like, I am the curriculum leader over my, my staff. So, and then not only that, I have office work to do, and I'm dealing with parents. And then I have three kids of my own that all go to the center I work for. So, I, 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 it's been a day. It's been a day. Um, I have to check in with myself to say, you got this. I need you to breathe. Like, I did that early this morning because, um, like I said earlier in the show, my daughter sprained her ankle yesterday, so she's on crutches. She is not the best walker in crutches. I literally had to carry my baby on my back into her school building, and then when I went to pick her up, I had to carry her then. Um, so, I just had to tell myself, look, God gave you the strength. I need you to use it. You got this. You are mentally strong. You are physically strong. No, your body is not mm-hmm. breaking down right now. You are okay. Like, I had to keep on encouraging myself and, hey, Nick, come on. How you doing today? Come on. Keep it pushing. Keep moving. And then it was mm-hmm. some instances where I, I kind of got upset. Um, I try not to – I mean, I, I like to do my job, okay? And I'm going to do it with or without my boss there because she's the one that trained me. But then when you get a parent that is used to getting their way, it's kind of hard to do your job without them getting the attitude and trying to take it there, I I promise you. Like, I I, I held my own, but I did it in a respectful way. But I really had to check myself, like, look, come on. I need you to think about the best possible uh, response to this parent so you can deal with it accordingly. Like, you know, I have to lead by example. I can't let – my teachers see me going off on these parents because then they'll go off on them. No, even though the parent was hostile with an attitude, it's like, no, okay, Kinnette, this is what you were trained for. You have to make sure you handle this situation appropriately. So I did, but I still, I held on to the anger that I felt because in my head, I'm like, oh, she tried me. She lucky she didn't catch me on this day. No, I cannot. I cannot do that. Like I'm telling you, I really went there. Like, okay, she tried it this time, but she lucky I'm in this building. She catch me outside, then it's something different. But I'm like, no, stop. Let that go. You got too much stuff that you got going on. Let it go. Breathe. Like I really had to talk myself down because I do let anger consume me. And complex has heard me chant before. I will not let anger consume me. I will I will release <laughs> anger. I'll be slow to anger. Like I have to tell myself that like three or four times in a day. So yeah. Um yeah. But you y'all. did it to piggyback. I have to do it. Yeah. I, did. I was about I to did. say Thank that you, you did that. To to piggyback mm-hmm. on that though, because it's really hard someone's yelling at you because I have a demanding job mm-hmm. like that too. I'm a case manager for people who need um medical services in their home. And it's like they like to call back to back. You know, some people were taught, because I was taught growing up, keep calling until the person answers. But now being on the other on the other side of it, you realize how draining that can be because it's like your phone's going off and you're trying to work on something in me. I know, like, I have ADHD. Never got diagnosed for it, but I know that I have the symptoms because the littlest thing <laughs> can throw me off. And it's like, well, I'm trying to work on one thing. Okay, now, now i got to figure out how I'm going to bring that. I cause my own anxiety. So I had somebody there that was doing that. So I answered, and I was like, hey, 
Um, I know you're probably wondering why I didn't answer the first time. I'm in the middle of a visit, but if you can just leave a voicemail, because they weren't leaving a voicemail, it would end, and then they were calling right back. I'm like, you have to leave a voicemail for me, and then I can get back to you. And they tried to even monopolize the conversation and continue to go. And I was like, like I said, I'm on the other line with somebody doing a phone call, and I'm so sorry, but if you leave a voicemail, I will get back to you. Like, you have to, you got to, like, mm-hmm. you got to be nice with it, you know what I'm saying, even though it's hard, but you got to be nice with it because it's like they don't know what triggers me. They just think that this is what yeah. they're supposed to do to get what they need. But it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like y'all said, I did it. I'm proud of myself today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's going to get so lucky tomorrow, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> okay, um... My third question, even though we kind of did touch on this a little bit um, Mm -hmm. by being overthinkers, but um, have you ever had an experience where you questioned checking your feelings because the outcome went wrong? Mm -hmm. Mm, That's a good question, too. I mm, I wouldn't say I questioned checking my feelings. I would say I may have been upset about not following my intuition Mm. to phrase it a little bit differently. Um, And, like, for example, um, a relationship I was previously in, it was like my intuition was telling me something, but I didn't listen to it. I ignored the signs. I suppressed my emotions. I just said, don't think about it, and my intuition was right. So I should have listened to it. So I've been, I was real upset with myself, and that caused a lot of trust issues later on in life and things like that. Um, but I feel like the way to deal with that is kind of just to tune into it more, you know, not really yes. look at it in a negative light, try to look at it as, like you said earlier, a lesson more so than the L. And if you learn from every yep. situation, then you never really lose anything. You just keep on, you keep on growing. So what I learned from that was to listen to my intuition and to keep listening and tuning into the signs. And if I have a question, raise that question, ask it, even if I don't know or I don't, um, you know, I'm afraid of the answer or whatever the case may be. Just be intentional and in getting what I want, um, getting the answer to my questions, basically. And mm. um, you know, being being more silent and listening to yourself, listening to your intuition. Yeah. Yeah. That word intentional. Remember, can't introduce that to us on this show. Mm-hmm. Man, I love it. Um, yeah, you know, honestly, I would say the same thing, Maya. Um, I never questioned checking my emotions. I questioned um, more so of, like, not checking them, like, already snapping. Like, I remember one time, I was calling a, a I was calling a, a a collector to pay off a credit card so I can get my um, credit score up, and the lady was just doing protocol. You know, she had to say what she had to say, but I snapped because <laughs> I wanted to start making payments on a certain date, and she, you know, they was like, "Oh, you have to pay something today," and I think at the time I didn't have it. And I, I snapped at her instead of just, like, you know, really explaining. And I remember I cried afterwards, like, why did you do that? So I think that I questioned that, like, why why did you have to snap? You know what I'm saying? Like, she's doing her job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, all you did was just make it worse by snapping at her. You know, like, you can traumatize that lady. Because when I yell, <laughs> I yell. Like, sometimes I scare myself. But 
I think that it was just basically questioning not checking myself in that moment before snapping. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, me, uh, yeah, that overthinker side of me, it really gets to me, but <laughs> I, it has been a few things that I've, I felt bad for, like, um, okay, so for instance, my, uh, my daughter, right, and my son, um, I, I kind of should have checked my, I should have, I should have listened to myself and, um, and, you know, and been intentional from my intuition, but I wasn't, you know. I kept giving the benefit of the doubt, like with their schoolwork. Okay, so last week I just got – okay, my son brought me a progress report that was way below my expectations for him, especially since he's just starting out in middle school. Now, I gave my kids all the leeway, you know, I mean, you know, because, one, they just did a whole year and a half online. So I know they lost a lot. But my thing is they know me as a former educator. I'm here always. Like, you know, they know how big I am with education. So I kept feeling a certain type of way, like, I don't think they really apply themselves this year. Oh, I don't know if they grades out of it, but I didn't listen to it because I was letting them tell me, oh, it's right, until I get these progress reports and pretty much both of my kids are not doing too hot at all. Um, I feel like I should have took that intuition and ran with it because, the same intuition, um, just like what you experienced, uh, Maya, it told me to get the hell away from this whole relationship that my last my last relationship from, like, I would say about a year in, it was like run, but I never ran. Like, I, I had people coming to me like run, you know, I just never listened to myself. And I feel like if I would have checked in with myself and listened to everything that was going on in my head and really, you know, mapped it out and figured out why I kept feeling that way, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Like we're trying to heal myself all over again and trying to learn myself and trying to love myself. A lot of the times I ignore what my body and my mind is telling me for the benefit of others. But, you know, hey, I, I live, I'm living and I'm learning. Right. Okay. Um, for the benefit of yourself, like it just feels good, which you, which you know feels better than the unknown. But developing new skills is all about, you know, that's how you grow. Yeah. Okay. My last question for you, ladies, is: Do you check your emotions for the benefit of others, or is it something you do for you? Definitely for you. Um, so, like. Almost anything has to start with yourself. If you're doing it for somebody else, then I don't think it can really be genuine. I feel like it's, it's probably different if you have kids. But outside of that, it's like it has to start with you. And maybe even for parents, too. Like it, It's something that just has to start with yourself because it's just a whole different type of motivation. I don't want to use the word motivation because that's like so fickle, but like it put a whole different type of energy behind it when you're doing something mm-hmm. for you because, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just like the, the when you think about a cell and the nucleus and how all of that energy is right in the center, like that's where the power comes from, the person or the thing in the center, and then you send out those positive waves as an effect of the growth that you are going through. Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at the situation. It definitely has to start with you. And um, oh. you pass it on to those around you. 
Mm. I love this apple juice and crackers you feed me tonight, girl. I really do. Um, the gems you are dropping is definitely for you. You know, it's, it's definitely for you, but the benefit of you checking your emotions, you become a better person for the ones around you that do love you. You know what I'm saying? Because we owe it to ourselves to be better, but we also owe it to ourselves to be better for the ones around us as well. But it's mostly for you. Like, I used to think that me being guarded, me being defensive was a way to protect me. But um, shout out to Kira J. I'm going to read it later for the No Apology Thought. Taught me that being guarded is a way for others to control your emotions. And it also shows that you're you're continuously hurt. Like I've had talks with some of my homegirls before in the past that be like, you know, if my if this guy came back around and hurt me, I'm gonna give him the silent treatment. I'm gonna show him, you know, what I'm saying I don't give a fuck about him. Then I was like, but dog, why do we want to continue to show that we're hurt? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do I want to continue to show you the lower vibrational side of me? You know what I'm saying that that you knew me of when we separated. No, I want to show you that I'm I'm growing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to show you that I'm so unbothered. But in order to do that, I have to check in with myself. I got to work on the traumas that shaped me along the way, and I have to heal them. But it, it's so much to, um, to, um, to peel back, and there's so many things that, that, that you have to heal. But it's like, dog, that's why I really guarantee, I, I, could, I recommend therapy. Because like my homegirl said last night, therapy is like a ball of yarn, but it's like going to therapy. It's like, you know, they're helping you to untangle it. So it's definitely for mm. you, you know what I'm saying? To, so people can look back and be like, people can look at you and be like, damn, that's not the same person that I used to know. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with me, I feel like it's a combination of both. Um Okay. Only because I feel like, yes, it starts with you, but your reaction to things, um, it matters to that person as well because you don't know what that person is going through. My boss had to help me to understand this this, uh, this morning with that parent because I call her like, oh, you need to check her and let her know that I'm doing, you know, then I called her back like, no, no, because like my boss brought to my attention, you know, she has these kids. She probably, you know, she just wanted her way. You got to understand, you know, they have a lot going on that we don't see as well. It, just like mm-hmm. she can't see what you're going through, you can't see what she's going through. So you don't know how her morning started. And I feel like with me checking my emotions before I react, it kind of helps out me and that other person because, you know, that, that could have all went left. Me and her could have already, because, you know, my morning didn't start off right, you know, and I, who's to say hers did? But could have all went left, and then both of us would have probably been sitting in jail somewhere, you know. So I just feel like <laughs> checking checking my emotions, it really does benefit me because it gives me my sanity back. Like I can bring myself back to peace or a calm state when I say, okay, Nat, tune in, check in with yourself. Slow to anger. Don't let it consume you, you know. And then it's benefiting that person because I'm not going off, you know, because I thought about it and I, I have a different approach, you know. So my energy is still positive. Like, I'm still vibrating at a high, and that will probably bring them up when they see, okay, you know what, me being this mad, what is it for? She's still being nice to me, you know. you, you I, I just think it, it, it benefits the both of us. It's a little, you know, it's, it's small, but I know it goes mainly to us, but it does touch them, that other person, somehow. 
Well, we're going to go right into my aspect. This is second nature. Um, my first question is, um, we know that checking your emotions is easier said than done, but does being able to check your emotions ever become like second nature to us? I would say yes, it can. Um, it's not second nature for me yet, but I would say it can be second nature. Um, just like I feel like everything in life, practice makes progress. So the more that you practice, the better you'll get at it. Um, just like mm-hmm. exercise, you know, you start off with a 10-pound weight and you go through your learning, your growth period, then that becomes easy. You go on to 20 pounds. And the same process repeats itself. So I think it's the same thing when you apply any new skills to your life. So when it comes to managing your emotions, maybe first you want to start off with, um, you know, practicing gratitude. So this week I'll practice being grateful for, you know, X, Y, and Z. Or next week I'll practice working on communications and communicating my needs. Just um, yeah. you have to be intentional with it, I think. It won't just happen. I think you have to uh, try. You have to be willing to try to work on it, and then uh, with that, with that, um, mm-hmm. with those intentions and that practice, you'll be able to get it for sure. Yeah. Um, just piggybacking off of her because everything she said—that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> um, I, I too. <laughs> Me, um, it's not second nature to me just yet. I'm a work in progress. Um, you know, I do check in from time to time, but it's only when I feel myself going there. Like, I want to be intentional, like, throughout the day, just checking on myself randomly. I don't want to have to feel anger or worry or stress for me to check in with myself. You know, I just want to be at peace, like, hey, girl, how you doing today? You good? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where I want to be at because I feel like you have to be in tune with yourself in order to fully grow. So, uh, yeah, like you said, it's, it's progress. Every every day yeah. it's a little bit more. So that's what I'm riding on right now. Mm. And you know what, though? I agree with both of y'all. I'm not second nature either, but just the fact that you can check on yourself, you know what I'm saying, that, like you said, Queen K, like, you know, I check on myself and I feel myself about to go there. You know, say, Maya, you, you said that mm-hmm. too. That's something that you probably would, what, wouldn't have been able to do three years ago. Because I know for me, I didn't even know what check your emotions meant three years ago. I was a person yeah. that reacted <laughs> before thinking. You get what I'm saying? So I think that that's definitely dope. You know what I'm saying? that, And I love how you said practice makes progress. <laughs> that is something that I'm trying to teach myself because I'm a type of person I want to see. Cha- I know change is not happening overnight, but the way I the way I give up when I don't get the results that I want, you would think that I don't live by that. I live by oh, change supposed to come overnight. No, practice yes. makes progress. You know, <laughs> I'm, what I'm trying. Saying? I need like, to change now. Yes. yes, I'm telling you, like I want to be a bestseller with my book. <laughs> I don't see. I'd be checking. I don't see any more five out of five stars. I'm just going to give up on writing. No, keep practicing. So thank you all for that. <laughs> that goes into my second question. Um, you, you had something to say, Maya? No, I just wanted to uh, round that off. Another thing about, like, it becoming second nature, I think we sometimes have, uh, I don't want to say unrealistic view because anything is possible, but a lot of a yeah. lot of times people aren't just going through life um, happy all the time or at peace all the time because we're all humans and we all feel things. And if you don't, that's that's a problem. But it's just that part. Um, 
you know, like, I'm mad. Okay, I realize that I'm mad, but I don't have to act on it right now. Let me go take a few breaths. I don't, I don't want to talk to nobody right now. Like, you can communicate your needs is a big part of it, too. Like, if you're at work or yeah. you feel something, you need to go deal with it. Saying I need to step away and go deal with these emotions right now is definitely valid, too. But all of that, just to say that, you know, I don't think anybody goes through, like, peaceful all the time. They're just learning how to manage those emotions. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if you've seen that meme before where you see Amarion meditating and you see inner ice. We all got that inner ice. We're Girl, not sure. yeah. that is me. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> okay, my second yeah. question. We, I love, I'm loving these answers, y'all. Uh, okay, so you know how our older generation is stuck in their ways. Do you feel they will have a harder time learning this versus the younger generation? I say this because, like, the younger generation is more open to therapy than the older generation is. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I'm kind of on the fence with that one, too, just because okay. I feel like it can go either way. I want to say not necessarily. I think it depends on the individual and their experience okay. and their values because you can have an older person who's just, you know, tired of the way their life is right now and they're just ready to change compared to a younger mm-hmm. person who, you know, they're young, they're just they're happy being distracted and living in the moment. <laughs> um, but, you know, it could it could really go either way. But from my personal experience, I have encountered more, you know, younger people who are more open-minded and more willing to try things like, you know, meditation, therapy, and um, different mindfulness practice. Yes. Yeah. With me, I feel like um, the, what Maya said, piggybacking off of her, um, only because I, I've actually witnessed this. Um, so mm-hmm. where I work, I've been working there with her for 12 years, right? And when I first started with her, she was not open to, like, um, therapy and all this stuff. She was one, like, she, her mind was, like, one track. Like, it wasn't about her checking her emotions. No, she was going to say what she had to say, you know, how she, <laughs> you know, how she mapped it out. That's how it was going to go. But I realized this is because this is what she was taught from her mother because her mother was working there as well. And her mama was mm-hmm. the type that, you know, because you know how nowadays we are, I know for me, I allow my kids to express themselves to me, you know, because I taught that, it, you know, it's a line between expressing yourself and then disrespecting me. But I need them mm-hmm. to keep that line of communication open with me. So it was to a point where they wouldn't let these kids get a word in edgewise, even though they were trying to explain themselves or what what may have went on, you know, but they took it as a form of disrespect. Now, I will say that with me being there and me talking with my boss more, you know, she's more open to hearing these kids out and letting them express themselves. Like, she's she's quicker to check her emotions than her mother is. Her mother still mm. is at the point where, nope, you don't talk back. What I say is what I say. I don't care what you're feeling. You know, like, it, it ain't no checking her emotions. She's going to say the first thing to come to her mind. And I've realized yeah. this with my mother. And my boss is older than my mom, but I know that my mom is still the same way. Like, she's not open to wanting to, you know, check her emotions first before she reacts. She feels like, I'm still your mama. I brought you in this world. I can take you out pretty much, you know, and what she says goes. But my father, on the other hand, he's listening more. So I, it, it it does go either way. 
because, like, yeah. you do have some people in the older generation that realizes the world is changing. You know, what used to work is not working anymore. We have to adapt to new methods to get along. Yeah. But then you do have some that's stuck in their ways, and they feel like, I'm, I've made it this far like this. Why should I have to change now? So, yeah. That part. That part. Um, I definitely agree with both of y'all. I think that it really depends on um, – when when you just get tired of your shit one day, you just like you know what I'm I'm tired yeah. of this, <laughs> you know like you just want a new way of thinking. But what I had to learn is like the reason why I love that you brought intentional back up, Maya, is because you have to have reason behind why you're doing stuff. Because like you said, yeah. you're right. The younger generation, they are. I know I was very distracted, happy with just living in the moment. It's like what my five year plans. <laughs> You know, like, I, I was just in tomorrow. I never thought that far ahead. But it's like, when you want to change for the better, like, you know, become healthier, like, I'm I'm not perfect. I know I'm never going to be perfect. But if I want to check my emotions, I need to have a reason behind that. I want to check my emotions because I want to be unbothered. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have anxiety. Like, you have to have reasons behind why you're doing what you're doing. Like, in order for me to get into a routine, of listening to the affirmation that I had to do for my homework. In order for me to listen to that every night, I have to remind myself, look at how you, like, you know, think about how you felt when you woke up this morning, how you were so positive. Mm -hmm. Let that be your reason. So I, I definitely think, I, I, I think that it, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but that method, like, like you said, the methods are changing. So that quote shouldn't even exist anymore because you can teach anybody anything. Um, a little kid can teach the older generation, and the older generation can teach them. We just got to let go of pride. But that goes into my third mm -hmm. question. Why is checking your emotions important to you? Um, checking your emotions is super important because it can literally make or break you. Like um, I spoke on earlier, like your emotions kind of determine your behavior. And if you, you know, your decisions determine your life, every choice that you make adds up to where you are today. So oh. yeah. you can't really let your emotions, don't let your emotions take all of your lessons from you, basically. Because sometimes we like to be stuck in our emotions so much that we just want to be mad or we just want to be sad. We don't want to learn from it. We don't want to look back and ask the questions of what did I do? What could have I done? Better? What could I have done better? With signs that I see, with signs that I not see that I should have been looking out for, you know, things answering these these uncomfortable questions in these situations, which are really are, you know, what role did I play in it? I feel like that should be the question in anything, and it's it's a it's a line between that too because some people can look at it as like victim blaming in certain situations, but I feel like it kind of depends on how you look at it and. That's kind of the only that's kind of the only way to go in my eyes because it's like you can't change nobody else's actions. You can't get inside nobody else's head, so you have to question yourself. You have to ask yourself, what did you do? What could you have done? And sometimes the answer is nothing, but that's worth yeah. you know getting down to the bottom of. Um, so feel your emotions as they arise. And rise above those emotions, you know, keep moving forward. Or even if you feel like you can't move forward in emotion, just in the moment, try to note the lessons in it. It's always a lesson in it. Um, use, use your emotions 
you know, use your emotions for your benefit. Don't let them work against you. All right. Mm. I like how you said that. <laughs> because I definitely let my emotions work against me. <laughs> but uh, I'm learning. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> my emotions kind of dictate my days, baby. If I'm mad, just leave me alone, okay? I don't, I don't want to talk. I don't want to be bothered. Get out of my face. If I'm sad, I'm crying. I want to stay in the bed. I want to mope. Um, yeah, I do let my emotions dictate and run my day, but I'm I'm working on being better. But checking my emotions is important to me because it's teaching me how to become to become mentally stable, um, and also to learn how to just live, you know, and not live with worry, not live with anger. You know, I'm trying to be different. But not only for myself, but for my kids. You know, I told myself, like, I promised myself when I was younger, my kids would never have to experience the life that I experienced. And I had to really, like, as I've gotten older, like, okay, my oldest son, he's 11. Like, sure, I provided for them, you know, materialistic. You know, I made sure they had the things that I didn't have as a kid. But it goes so much deeper than that. It's also a mental level. And I realize that I have to be mentally strong. I have to be able to check in with myself in order to show them how to be, you know, mentally stable. Because, you know, I have not, in my eyes, I have not always been the best mother. I am learning, though. I am learning. Um, It's just day by day. Like, me checking my emotions really allows me to get in a good mindset so I can really think things out. I can listen to my kids when they're expressing themselves yes. to me. You know, I'm slow to anger. I'm not shutting them completely out. You know, I'm recognizing that they are, they're a little human too. They're trying to figure this out just like I'm trying to figure it out. So um, <laughs> it also allows me to take control of my day. Like, you know, sometimes, yeah, my emotions do get the best of me and they do lead my day. But then other times I can pull back. I can say, okay, look, chill. You're doing too much. There's stuff together. Um, And I'll be okay, you know, after a few pep talks. But, um, yeah, checking my emotions is really helping me to grow into the woman that I want to become, that I envision for myself. Like, it's the little stuff, but it it pays off the biggest in the end for me. So, yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, I would say... Checking my emotions is important to me because, like you said, like, you know, to be mentally stable, you know, to not let people be in control of my emotions because I learned growing up that thinking being guarded and being defensive was a way to protect me. But, no, it was a way for people to control my emotions. Like, I legit will not name these people, but I used to be on a three-way with this one girl and this one guy. And um, I remember, like, you know, we used to just be talking, and I remember they would just try to throw jokes out there to make me mad. Mm -hmm. But this day, like, you know, I just said I wasn't going to let it bother me. Like, you know, I was going to joke back and laugh because I got tired of being told, you're too sensitive, Tasha. And I remember I told them to hold on, but I was very sneaky growing up, y'all. I put it on mute (laughs) just to see what they were going to say. And I heard them saying, I can't make her mad. They were intentionally trying to make me mad. Mm. It's like I was around, like, a lot of hurt people. I trauma bonded with a lot of my friendships. So when you're around a lot of hurt people, it makes them feel good when they can make somebody feel lower than them. And I was that person that yeah. they used to, um, you know, pick on. It's like, no, I want to check my emotions so you can know you don't have one up on me. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll even take it back to when I was in the abusive relationship. Like, there was times where, like, even after he kicked me out, I have a big heart. Like, you know, people be like, how the hell do you, you know what I'm saying, sit up there and still look out for a person after they did this, this, and this to you. But I believe what you put out there will come back around. And I remember there were times after he kicked me out, threw my stuff over the banister, called me all types of bitches and stuff. Whenever he didn't have money and, like, he was broke, I would come and I would give to him. Wouldn't even feel comfortable coming in the house because I'm like, you know, as much as I miss you, I can't. And I remember he said, you are one strong individual that I cannot break. I'm telling you, when a mm. person know that they can't break you, that, like, that, that's, that's the benefit for me. You know what I'm saying? Because that's yeah. the one thing that you try to do. You can't do it. They're going to stop fucking with you. So that's why it's important to me because I don't want to show you that I'm hurt. I'm going to deal with my emotions, mm-hmm. but I don't want to show you. I don't want to give you the satisfaction of knowing that you made me feel as low as you. So that's why it's important to me. Yeah. And that goes to my last question. Name a time recently you had to check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I got one this past weekend. <laughs> Should I go with this? Or should I go with this? All right. I, all right. I got one this weekend, too. <laughs> so, hmm. Currently, um, my um, the my boyfriend, the person I'm talking to, he's on vacation. And I'm not with him, as you can tell. <laughs> so, <laughs> as as an overthinker, as we are, are my mind has been going on my mind has been going on trips. We'll put it like that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I've been like uh I call myself like blowing his phone up, texting him every five seconds, where you at, what you doing, um, mm-hmm. playing detective, all these all this crazy stuff, right? So I just had to We know I've been this here. Is, <laughs> <laughs> this is between this is between yesterday and what from Friday to up until today. So um, let's just let y'all know I ain't perfect either. But um, uh, I basically I had to sit myself down and just like look at this, step outside, or you know, like I've been like I've been saying, just silence my mind and listen to myself and look at the situation. And I had to check myself, like I'm letting the situation turn me into a person that I was before and I don't want to be anymore. And I already established mm. that. So why not just stop? Like nobody's making you pick up the phone. Nobody's making you do all of this. If you if you with somebody that you can't trust, then that's a personal problem. You shouldn't be there. So mm. I just stopped. I um stopped blowing them up and all of that stuff. I said we can just have a a civil conversation like two adults when you come back about um the bigger issue which which is the trust at this point. So mm. that's one time very recently that I had to check my emotions. <laughs> And we yeah. still we still pending on the outcome. <laughs> oh, Lord. We Listen. praying for a good outcome. I'll, yes, we praying for a good outcome. Yes. Thank you. Uh okay. Uh oh God. It's just y'all. I told y'all where I work at. It's been a lot that I've had to um check my emotions about this week alone. Uh complex, know a little bit of it. because uh, she was here to witness some. <laughs> But um, I really had to check my emotions. Okay, so I had this whole, um, okay, I'll I'll say. Uh, Me and my sisters, we decided to sit down 
and have a sister chat. You know, we wanted to all check in with each other, you know, mentally, because we know that we go through a lot and that we don't get to express everything through text messages because we have a group message. But, you know, we don't really get to what's troubling us. So we decided to have a sister's chat, right? Um, me being so quick to anger, so I revealed to them that I had to have a psychiatric evaluation to where the, I mean, to where um, they feel like, you know, if I need inpatient or outpatient treatment. And my sister was just like, well, why, why would they think that? And I'm like, well, I've been telling y'all I've been going through stuff. And my other sister was like, well, they only uh, consider inpatient when you think about harming yourself. And I'm like, okay, well, then that's why I need it. You know, I'm, I'm still trying to go around it, but in my head, I'm already overanalyzing everything. Like, I'm overprocessing it, and I, and then it just all hell just broke loose. And my sister was like, well, who's going to raise your kids? Why would you even think that? That's very selfish. And I'm just like, okay, all right. Yeah. I had to really <laughs> sit back and check my emotions because it was like, I wanted to tell her, I need you to shut the hell up, because this is why, right here, this is why I don't open up to anybody. Like, dude, I can just off myself right now, and then you won't even know. Like, just stop. Like, I don't need you to yell right. at me. I'm trying to express myself so y'all know what's really going on in my head, because I live my life, to you know, to the point where I don't have time to tell anybody what I'm going through. I just say I'm fine. You know, even when they be like, well, I know you, something is up. No, I'm good. I promise you I'm good. Like, I cried to myself. But it just, I really had to check my emotions because I felt myself going there. Like, I felt myself becoming angry. I, I, I felt myself becoming ashamed. Like, my emotions were all over the place because it was like I was ashamed because I was actually admitting this out loud. And then I was angry at her approach, you know, because, I, I'm still fragile. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not about to get emotional. I'm trying to check myself right now. It's a safe space. Um, it's a safe space. Yes. What are you feeling? Um, I opened up to y'all about this. I didn't have to tell y'all what I've been battling with, you know, um, but I did. And for you to cut into me like that, I know it came out of a place of love, but that's not how I received it, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. That's when I had to check myself, y'all. Oh. And I definitely understand that business. Yes, man. Um, tough people think tough love is a way of love approach, but like, it, it's not. You know, it's not. But um, I'm pretty sure it came from a place of love. But it's like to be. Um, we have to be mindful of how we come off. You know, when we say certain things. So I definitely understand. Thank you for ripping that bandaid off. So I'm gonna make y'all laugh in here tonight, okay? So. Okay. My the last time I had to check my emotions recently was this past weekend. I went to Pantry One, um, and I had got me a blunt bill so that I could smoke, and I got me some snacks and a TV dinner because I had the monkey. Now, I had a dollar and sixty cents in change because Queen K can tell y'all I spent. I put. <laughs> I went to go wash and I went back home to Detroit. <laughs> And I think I pulled off too many quarters. Like, I had $40 worth of quarters. So my wallet was heavy to the point my purse strap broke. So I'm trying to, like, you know, get rid of that. So I slid the dollar sixty to him, and the guy was like, um, what did he ask? He was like, EBT? So I was like, no. I was like, you're going to put that dollar and sixty cent, and then whatever, you know, the rest is going to go on the card. I guess he thought that I was just paying for the blunt deal, and the rest was going to go on the EBT card. So I instantly got mad. Now, listen, I do not 
think of myself higher than a person that has, uh, you know, like food. I'm mad as hell because I don't have food stats because they said I make too much. But I got pissed in that moment because um, I was like, I'm paying the rest of my debit card. I said, not every black person, you know, I was like, I didn't say that. I was like, you can't assume that everybody has an EBT, like, you know, like everybody's on EBT. Mm-hmm. But I got pissed because I felt like, damn, because I'm a black woman, you know what I'm saying? You think that I'm automatically on food stamps. I got mad and I'm like, right. <laughs> You got to check yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't know what he's seen, you know, he's probably seen a lot of that in the media. You know, he probably know a lot of black mm-hmm. people that's on welfare. But I had to not take it personal, but it's so hard because of everything we went through with the Black Lives Matter. But I legit got mad. And I remember I seen at the corner of my eye another white person looking at me like, there's your sign. That's why That's why we don't hang with y'all. are so crazy. I had to really check myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? I'm going to just walk up out of here. But, yeah, it, I, I did feel some type of way. I did. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just expect. But I'm like, you know what? Maybe he thought because you did push the money towards the blunt bill and you had all this food. But, yeah, that's that's my take. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for this tonight. Um, that's, that's the end of uh, the sipping tea for the soul topic. We're going to jump. That was fun. Thank you, Maya. You really <laughs> dropped some heavy gems. Like, really. Yes. Thank y'all for having me. That's, that's fun. I'm enjoying myself. Yes, I that's love it. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all, we're going to get into the as a woman question then. Complex, what's our as a woman question tonight? Okay, so is this supposed to be funny. As a woman, should we feel ashamed for asking others for money if we have a boyfriend or husband? Mm. I don't even want to go first. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we're going to shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Y'all want me to add? I mean, Uh, I can get my take first. That's up to y'all. I'll get mine. Okay. (laughs) Okay, y'all. So, because I've actually done this before, I've had um, a whole baby, baby daddy stand here with me, but I was still asking for money, you know, because we were on hard times. Did I feel bad? Yes, because um, I remember I had asked my, I think it was my boss, I had asked her for some money, and I'm telling y'all, uh, I, it took a lot out of me to ask her, but a bill was due, and, you know, with us having a blended family, it was what, how many kids in this house? Uh, five kids in this house, six on weekends. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot, you know, um, and my money was gone. And she was like, look, why is he not helping you financially? And then I'm just like, I ain't asked you all that. You know, I don't want to get into all that. Can you just, is it a yes or a no? Like, yeah, this is are you going to give it to me? Like, what? Then it was like, I'm just saying, you know, I'm going to give it to you, but, you know, he shouldn't be there if he can't help you financially. She was just like, you know, that's a son that you raised. That's another kid. If you have to go out asking for money from other people, that's, you raising another kid if he can't provide for you. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, again, are you going to give me that in cash or a check? Like, I was not trying to hear it, but, like, now that I am apart from him, I do realize, yeah, that is kind of bad, you know, because – they're supposed to be able to help you when you're down, and vice versa. You know, you're you're both supposed yeah. to be able to depend on each other in a relationship, in a well, in a healthy relationship. That's how it's supposed to be, you know. Um, but it's not when it's not like that. Yeah, it is embarrassing, and I do regret having to ask people for money when I have a whole man laying here, you know, or driving my car. So, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. You want me to go, right. Maya? Oh, okay. Oh, you I got can it. go. <laughs> Mine's is in line with that. <laughs> oh, <'Cause> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm 22. I still live with my parents. I ain't got no kids. I don't know if I really have the jurisdiction to speak on this, but my response was uh, pretty similar. Like, um, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think anybody should be, you know. Don't be ashamed of where you are and your situation is your situation. But yeah. I do think that should be something to notice, like if you have uh, a whole man there and y'all can't figure it out as a couple and you got to go outside of the unit, then that's a conversation that needs to be addressed uh, with your spouse, I think. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to play devil's advocate because Oh boy. We always have to come correct with our parents or like, you know, anybody else that we look up to. And we forget that they they have problems, they have struggles too. I think the mm-hmm. only time you should feel embarrassed is when it's like that because I, it was definitely like that for me. Um I was in a relationship with somebody that was addicted to perks and my money was gone within 3 days, you know what I'm saying, with uh just spending for him you get what I'm saying and it's like of course I have my money for my car note but it's like I didn't have money for um like you know to get my hair done I didn't have money for gas I didn't have money for food because while I was at work he was always driving my car everywhere trying to hack to get perks so it's like he put a lot of tear and wear on my car I think the only time that you shouldn't be embarrassed is say if you're in a relationship like Say y'all engaged or, like, you know, y'all trying to buy a house and he knows that, you know, especially if you're married because, you know, their income becomes yours. And he knows, okay, I got to pay off some of these student loans so that we can get into this house. I got to build that credit score up. I got to pay off some of these credit Mm -hmm. cards. He's already providing, but he's also paying off that. Okay, I don't want to break you. So I'm going to go ask somebody, you know what I'm saying, for this. It ain't got shit to do with you. You know what I'm saying? I think that. The only time we get defensive is when we know they right. Because Queen K, the reason why I laugh is because I was there too. Ain't nobody asked you. You know what I'm saying? Like, because <laughs> we know how much we we rather just have that man in our bed. We don't care that they're not providing. Mm-hmm. Because when you said that whole, like, you know, she said you got another son, that was something that was revealed to me in therapy that I played the mother role in all of my relationships. And when we started Mm -hmm. talking about my relationship with my mom, I realized that it was a role reversal. Me and my sister had to be the parent, and my mom was the child. But it's like as soon as we tell something she don't want to hear, I'm the parent. And it's like, oh, but any other time I'm taking care Mm -hmm. of you. So, yes, yes, (laughs) that's why I brought brought that question into the platform. So thank you all, ladies, for answering. But, uh, yep, that's it. Um, Greatly appreciate it. I love that question. (laughs) Yes, I was scared of that one. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we're, you know, we wear band off in here. We wear band aids. We was yeah. not gonna judge you because me and Queen K, we got some stories, baby. Being dick whipped and all. Trust me. We understand. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello. I gotta catch up on the rest of the episodes. I had, I followed y'all on um, Spotify. Oh, Yay. thank you, love. Yes, yes, I appreciate this. Like that makes me feel good. That really does. Cause this was just an idea, and we went with it. And we would love to have you at our Queens of Vibes and Visions retreat. It's going to be in Philly next year. So I'll definitely keep you posted. You can come oh, out. Yay. It's like a three-hour event. Yes, we definitely going to 
we're we going to have, like, something like this, but it's going to be in person when we're really talking. So, yes. Yeah, um, that's a big uh, Queen Katie, do you want me to uh, just have her, intro, like, say what her um, girl I see you is? Yes. Like, let her be the girl I see yep. Okay. So, Maya, can you uh, let the listeners know where to follow you and tell them about your business? Uh, yeah, so y'all can follow me at Maya, M-A-Y-A dot Kiana, K-E-E-Y-A-N-A on Instagram. Um, also follow my business page, Live and Love Boutique. L-I-V-E-I-N-L-O-V-E-B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and my business is built around personal development. My business is in, intended to help melanated women learn and love themselves on a daily basis. Right now I sell journals and aromatherapy uh, candles. Um, you can get in contact with me through the Instagram pages. <laughs> yes. Queen. <laughs> I got you on the candle. Um, okay. And yeah, that's how you can keep up with me. I got a little story to tell them. So I met um, Maya at the um, the Nature and Poetry event. That's a beautiful place that they had it at because, like, Maya could tell you they even had the, they had, like, the outside part where you can go stand by the water and take pictures. But the yeah, candles that, that you beautiful. gave me, right? Yes, the candle that she gave me. So I was trying to burn it that night. And I kept looking over. I'm like, it went it went out. I think I wasn't – I had to burn from, like, at the bottom of it for it to stay lit because I kept lighting just the top, and then it would go out. But after I got it, I'm like, this smells really good. I need some more. I need some more. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank like you. I'm so glad. Yes. Yes, they are I'm the so, one I, with candles. So they spend a yeah. little longer than the average candy, so I definitely got you. Definitely is. Oh Lord, this I'm girl with her candle addiction. I'm telling you, man. Queen K was back in when we we was in uh, Michigan when when I lived there. We went to Westland Mall, and I kept telling her like I'm not gonna spend no more money because I had just bought a whole bunch of body oils. We came across this one lady. She was like, "We got soy wax candles, moisture." I'm like, "I got these twenty dollars." She had to drag me out the mall because that's how much I yeah. love candles. So yeah, <laughs> but it's a <laughs> yes, that part, that part. Oh, uh, but thank you so much, Maya, for coming on. I'm gonna mute you. If you want to stay on and listen to the rest of the show, you can. But if not, you know, I'm gonna have the uh, process audio for you by tomorrow. And um, uh, yeah, thank you for subscribing to us. I hope you can relate to our other topics because we rip band-aids off. And if you ever want to come back on, because we're doing a girl, I see you. Um, like I said, where you get interviewed for 40 minutes, you know, for a fee of 25 dollars, and you can really talk more about your business, like, we can interview you on, like, what was the process like, you know, so you can help somebody else out there that has an idea, but they don't know where to start at. Great. Yeah, thank you all so much for having me. I will, um, I'm going to stay on and continue listening to the show, and I hope I'll be back soon. Yes, most definitely. Sure will. All right, thank all you, right. love. Peace, Queen. Peace. Dope. Dope. She's just a dope individual, man. Like, yeah. Drop some heavy her, her energy radiated through this this whole podcast. Like, you could tell she's a gentle soul. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was dope. I liked it. 
Um, I'm happy that she realized that, you know, we do rip band-aids off here. Like, this is a judgment-free zone. This is where you can let it out because I'm not going to lie. I really just had to check my emotions with that last question that you dropped, Complex, because, uh, yeah. Your oh, girl was over here crying, but I'm okay. <laughs> my so, bad. You know, I got this. I I asked it because I wanted to bring that whole food stamp card in here, you know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm glad I got you to laugh, but, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. It's okay. You always seem to bring out an emotion. It's okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, y'all. We going to go ahead and jump into, well, our girl, I see you moment. Well, for me, it was Maya, of course, y'all. She gave y'all her where she at. Please go follow her. Go support her business. Um, very yeah. dope individual. This was my first time meeting her. But I can already tell, yes, I'm going to support. Um, when she was talking, I was already on Instagram following her, both her business page and her personal page. So, um, yes. so yeah, go support, y'all. Um, Complex, do you have anybody else you want to put in the girl I see you? Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. Yep, me either. So we're going to jump right on into the AO Ask Queen Care. Girl, I got something to say. Complex, you got anything to ask me tonight? Ain't that something? Because I sent it to you. See, this is why I need to be, um, you what, know, what, ready. Okay. What happened? So, I know because I forgot. Okay, okay. I got two, if that's okay. Or did you have something to say? I can hold off on one of them. Uh, I got something to say, but it's 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 little. So go ahead. Let's let's talk. Okay. First one is Orlando Brown. He beats his drug addiction and he gave his life over to Jesus. Rapping about God and he has a beautiful family now, right? So I was looking at the comments, and everybody's like, oh, we got you. But I just remember how when he was down, people was ridiculed and making all these different memes and stuff. So do you feel we get more praise when we are at our highest or lowest? When we're at our lowest, everybody want to see you worse off than them. You know, I well, okay, I won't say everybody because it is a small percentage that really wants to see you well. But it is mm-hmm. a higher percentage of people that love when you're down. They will make fun of it. You know, they will keep you there. They will keep supplying you with the parties and the drinks just to see you at your low point because it makes mm-hmm. them feel better about themselves. Like, you have to really watch who you're around because, like, now, ever since this man had been in rehab, ever since this man had changed his life around, you know, talking about God more, he gave his life over to God, you don't see him in the media. You don't see him po- posted all over the shade room. You don't see him posted all over the blog sites. You don't see it. But when he was acting the fool, oh, baby, he was on everything from YouTube to Instagram. <laughs> but now yes. you don't have a story anymore. You know, you can't pick fun of him. You know, he's not the target anymore. So now you got to move on to the next person that you see is not doing good. You know, and I just feel like it comes from a place where, you know, you're the person, I feel like the person behind those blog sites and stuff, is very insecure because anytime you can pick fun of somebody when they're at their lowest point, this says a lot about your character. And I feel like they yes. should be giving that man praise. You know, he, that man could have died, you know, that but they'll only forever remember him for all the, all the, the publicity that he caused, you know, when he wasn't in his right state of mind, when he wasn't connected mm. to God, that's all they're going to remember him as. I don't care if he dropped, a multi-platinum, best-selling gospel CD, you know, rap CD, they're still going to remember the Orlando Brown that was high off drugs doing those interviews. So, Mm, yeah, I'm just praying for him. 
I see you, King. Keep on progressing. Um, this journey is tough, but just know that you're not yeah. doing it for everybody else and what they're saying. You're doing this for your family and for God. You know, that's it. That part? Okay. And my next one, be high. Please don't cancel us, okay? Mm-hmm. We just we just asking the question. So I seen a meme that says Don't buzz uh, our asses up under here. <laughs> it says Beyonce doesn't have a classic like Prince, like you know, a purple rain or Michael Jackson with like, you know, all of his classics. And um I just wanted to know what do you think about that? Because like I can name some classics, but what do you think about that? I feel like she definitely does. I mean, I don't know why they said that because Beyonce, because me and you had talked about this, and at first I'm like, yeah, no, but then I thought about it. Girl, Upgrade You, Diva, like those are, Love on Top, like those are, those will forever be classic. I don't care how old I am. When B-Day come on, baby, or Get Me Body, that's what it's called. When that come on, baby, I'm dancing like I just heard that song. Like she definitely has classics, like, and then Crazy you can go all the way back to Dangerously in Love. Like, girl, yep. come on now. The yep. whole album, you just went through each song. Like, you don't skip yep. a Beyonce song and say, oh, I'm not really feeling that one. No, because you later on listen to it and you be like, oh, I can get with this. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that woman definitely has classics because I, I feel like a classic is determined not only by how well it's sold, but also by the effect that it has on its fans when they hear it. Like, if you get yes. the feeling like you, you're you back in that time zone and you're in a good mood, I feel like that's, yep. that's a classic right there, you know? Yep. Like, it can change your whole mind. Like, you'll be like, it'll feel like you're just hearing it again for the first time. And that's how I get mm-hmm. when I hear certain Beyonce songs. Like, I just like... Okay, yeah, she did this one. She did this one, and I'll be singing along. You can't tell me I wasn't Beyonce, okay? Especially Drunk in mm-hmm. Love. I think I like that song so much because that's when my daughter believed she was Beyonce. And that's the <laughs> whole she was singing. Complex, you know, Man. Beyonce got a flower. Like, yes. you can tell her she wasn't Beyonce. So, and she loved Man. that song, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say crazy in love when you said that, because we all wanted to do the uh-oh dance. Like, I didn't have the ass part, but I had yay. the breast part all the way down. Yep. Ooh, mm-hmm. just, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying. about to yep. deal with you on this episode. No. <laughs> I'm just no being more. honest. I'm serious. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with it. Okay, y'all. I also have something that I wanted to bring into the platform. Okay. So I I was scrolling on Instagram last night and I seen this post that said bring back feminine women. We tired of these G unit soldiers. Okay. <laughs> now I instantly oh, got pissed, right? Because I have been told that I am very uh, aggressive, that I'm very manly, that I I you know I think more like a man than I do a female. But I just feel like. If guys, if some guys, if some men or little boys weren't so, you know, immature, didn't want to grow, you know, don't want to succeed, we wouldn't be the G-Unit No Limit soldiers that we are. Like, we have to (laughs) deal with life. Like, we can't be soft our whole life waiting on y'all to get it right. No. We got to strengthen ourselves so we can move throughout, and hopefully a man that can take on this G-Unit soldier will come along. But until then, baby, Mm -hmm. no. I'm going to be a soldier. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm sorry. Yep. Okay, uh, hey, <laughs> I gotta handle me. Yeah, what do you okay. feel about that complex? Yeah, you know, you dog motherfuckers. I'm just saying, people just gotta take <laughs> accountability. They gotta take accountability. You know what I'm saying? Like, my thing is, women are just finally speaking up and saying, like, you know, mm-hmm. you want this, you want that, you expect this. Okay. Well, you're going to have to drop a stack. You know what I'm saying? My time is very yeah. pricey. I'm not about to just waste time because time is something that you, you can't get back. And it's just like mm-hmm. I said on the episode with uh, DC and uh, MJ Keys, Uncomfortable Accountability. It's a lot that we take on as women that men expect, men, some men expect you to mm-hmm. still pick up the role of what their mom, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, left off on, enabling them. I can't enable you, sweetie. But even though I have enabled yeah. in the past, but it's it's not my responsibility. But it's like you sit up there and you want us to be soft and you want us to learn about stuff. But listen, me and you just said tonight, I know for me, I didn't know what checking your emotions meant until this year. You know what I'm saying? Because I never mm-hmm. thought of that before. So a lot of women don't even know. We've never been properly poured into, listen, keep being G-unit soldiers. Somebody gonna come along and tell you <laughs> that ain't that that ain't gonna scare me, and that's I need a Mavi mm-hmm. in my life, I need a G in my Ooh. life, I need to. I'm just saying, Girl. that's all. Don't mm-hmm. you do that? Don't you do it? Okay, <laughs> back on my Sierra album tonight. Thank you. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Okay, y'all. Well, we are going to jump on into our no apology thought and our self affirmations led by. Yours truly, Complex Angel. Complex, what you got for us tonight? All right, because we come to a close tonight. So I told you I'm about to drag y'all like here a day drag me. So I'm reading this poetry book that my lovely friend Queen K got me for my birthday. I'm almost to the end. And I came across this quote, this, this, this section that said, nothing can get to you. It says, building a wall mm-hmm. around you does not mean you're strong. It means you're protected. Your strength isn't being tested when nothing can get to you. It's okay to live with your guard up, but here's the thing. When you live that way, in your effort to avoid being hurt, you hurt your chances of being loved. When nothing can get to you, that means nothing can get to you. Not the bad or the good. Not the pain or the love. Nothing at all can reach you with a wall up. Be smart enough to not continue to make the same mistake, but strong enough to risk taking the chance to fall in love again. Strength isn't about becoming emotionally cut off after being hurt. It's about not letting what hurts you win. So, mm. um, Kara J, with all due respect, you know, my Leo sister, I just want to say fuck you for dragging me, but I say that with love. But I <laughs> needed that. I needed that. And I wanted to bring that in because we talked about Check Your Emotions tonight. Thank you for saying that because I realized when I'm blocking off stuff, I'm blocking off everything. When I talk about nobody's going to love me, I'm speaking that into existence. So I had to bring that in tonight. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you okay, Queen K? You know what I'm saying? You, you like, mm-mm. Girl, <laughs> I ain't feeling this. I ain't feeling this. I'm so but, tired of people in my personal space. <laughs> <laughs> bring, look, that, listen, they just coming in unannounced. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. Coming in my front door. You want some chicken? You want some mac and cheese? I want some Chick-fil-A. I'm going to go there after this tonight. Oh, um, no, you didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go give me some chicken nuggets and a fruit cup. I'm going to give me a chicken nuggets and a fruit cup. I'm serious. 
Um, okay. Okay. So my my affirmation <laughs> for tonight is uh is to I think her name is mommylpack uh dot com. No, mommylpack yep dot com. It's I am unbecoming. <clears throat> I am unbecoming who I thought I had to be in order to be loved. I am unbecoming cultural stereotypes and people's opinions of who I should be. I am unbecoming a person driven by trauma, pain, and generational curses. I am unbecoming the person waiting for permission to live a bold, bright life. I choose to peel back the layers to unbecome and embrace the beauty of who I am. Thank you so much for that, Mommy. Um, That is my affirmation. This is a dope show tonight, y'all. I hope you listeners really learned some things. Thank you again, Maya. Uh, we definitely going to bring you back on. I want you to come back on and talk more about your business, too. But, you know, that, that's, that's neither here nor there. But you can always come back on, you know what I'm saying, on any other episode for free. You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. I love it. But I can't wait to have you come back on. But, yeah, with that being said, I'm Complex Angel. I'm the vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the vision. And peace and love, y'all. We are out. Peace and love.